It looks like the clock is about to strike midnight on this Cinderella story. It's uh, refreshing, yet uh, displeasing to the eye. Somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. In the dying seconds! Unbelievable! They wouldn't say die! That just shows that they didn't come to play. They really come to play here at the MCG tonight. Welcome to They Came to Play, the podcast where Danny McGinlay and I fumble our way through the weekend of football. We try and make sense of it and have a laugh at the same time. Hello, Danny McGinlay. G'day, Limo. Yeah, very excited. This is one of the okay, we're in lockdown. There's a lot of bad things going on. One yes. benefit is we can uh, stretch further than Melbourne for our uh, guest Tessas. We got the the woman herself, Tess Armstrong, last week. Great episode. Listen to it if you haven't. Uh, And we are going overseas for the first time, which is very exciting. Uh, Well, we're going global for the second time, actually, Danny. Don't forget uh, Brian Barish. Oh, yeah, uh, of course. (laughs) Was a guest on the show from the States. But it's our first uh, uh, jaunt into New York City, the city that never sleeps although I think it's done a lot of sleeping over the last 12 months. Uh, the Big Apple, they call it. The, the one and only, you might know him from uh, Drive on Triple J when he did that uh, many years ago on Nova Breakfast if you're in Sydney. Uh, Scott Dooley. Hello, hey. How are we? How are we? Yeah, yeah. We're going all right, mate. Mate, we're, we're in right. lockdown again and uh, we've lost a lot of money from gigs. So, Limo, tell them about the Patreon. <laughs> oh, we <really> do. <laughs> yeah. We do have a Patreon um, offer for people where if you uh, sling a bit of money our way to help support the podcast, uh, because we do, uh, you know, it's the only way we earn any coin off of the podcast, uh, we would really appreciate that. And you can chuck us as much money as you want. And Danny, what do they get in return, the good people? Well, you can join it for five bucks a month. It's Australian. It's very cheap. Um, and you get a bonus episode uh, every week where Limo and I preview all the games and give us give you our tips. Uh, there's also the $20 um, version where you get a copy of my stand-up DVD, or if you don't have a DVD player, you get an official Danny McGinley coaster and a copy of your book, Limo. And there is also, there was a $50 uh, level, but I've ro- lowered that down to 40 bucks. where you can make us an offer. You can get whatever you want. You can have Scott Dooley uh, tell you all of the heartbreaking Collingwood Grand Finals he's lost, yeah, and he'll yeah. actually what he'll do, is, Dools. He's a great bloke. He's a big friend of the show. He'll like, watch that's a Grand Final a dollar. That's a dollar a Grand Final. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he'll watch the DVDs of the Grand Final with you and tell you the moment his heart breaks. Yeah, oh. this is. Uh, I like. I like. We're starting off with a bit of save our skins, rattling the tins outside the ground before the game. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Oh, bloody lockdown hasn't been kind to us. Is, is life functioning as per normal in New York, Dawes? Yeah, we're getting back to normal. We're um, maskless uh, for the most part, and yeah. things, things are opening up, and. Um, yeah, it's and 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 we're. St- I know it's coming back because people are now like doing idiot things, like taking photos of people throwing up outside a brunch spot and being like, "New York's back, baby!" And that. Kind of stuff. <laughs> well, at the risk of sounding like a nineteen nineties New York comedian, uh, this is my test of how long, how uh, well back New York is. How long since you were last mugged? <laughs> yeah, well, actually, don't, yeah, don't laugh. There's been crummies up, so um, that's that's always good. fine. <laughs> Great, New York's back, baby. New How long have you back. lived in New York now, Dules? Uh coming up to eight years. So I, I left the day after the 2013 Grand Final, Hawthorne. Oh, Freedom. smart! You got out just in time. You have missed some very dark periods. I know. I know. I've got to say, Limo. For the Victorians that are on lockdown, um, if you barrack for a club that's going badly, it's not a bad time to not be able to go to the footy. Yeah. Like, you don't feel like you're a fair weather. I would have been there when we were losing, but. <laughs> <laughs> what am I meant to do? I'm in lockdown. Yeah, it's actually, it's smart. You're compounding all your misery at once. You're getting lockdown depression. You're getting your team's rubbish depression. Yeah. It's just, it's actually a smart way forward. Well done, North Melbourne. Well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they're very clever. In fact, Dawes, the evil part of me last year wanted the grand final when no one, at one point, no one was able to go. That's right. I wanted the grand final in Brisbane 
to be Melbourne versus St Kilda, <laughs> where no fans could go. Imagine that. <laughs> and somehow, there's, through some weird quirk, they both won. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they introduced some sort of rule. It was a, the twelfth extra time was still yeah. drawn. And, and, and it's, it's one of those real like bad comedy. Like, there's nothing in the rules that say a dog can't play. Like, it's one of those. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. You get a cup each. Yeah, you both get a cup. Oh, no. You, you guys Dylan are... McLaughlin has like an English well, In all my days, I've never seen such a thing. And like they really stick it to him. Oh, no. And you there's... guys have really ruined my Blue Mooners segment. That was going to be it. A dog winning the grand final. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, think of another one quickly, Danny. Uh, hey, Dules, I've got another question. Um, what, what sports do you follow over there? I mean, are you a Yankees or a Mets man? Are you a Knicks or a Nets fan? Giants or Jets, Rangers or Islanders? What do you got? So I go for – the, the NFL is probably the sport I follow most closely, and the team I go for isn't in New York. It's the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, oh, really? Which, to give you an idea, to give an AFL equivalent – um, it's it's the equivalent of going for the manly sea eagles in the AFL because they're never going to win the AFL. Hang on. They are never going to win a premiership. But I barrack for them because because New York's such a transient town, there's all these bars that are like, all right, where the Dolphins bar or where the Giants bar. Or and it gets all the X kind of pats, for want of a better description, from those areas to go there on a Sunday. It was around the corner from our play, my place and me and a mate, another Aussie guy, were like, we've got to get into this sport when we first arrived. And we went in and we were like, this is so goofy. And then we went back the next week and halfway through the second quarter, we're like, AJ Green's got to run better routes. Like this is, we're just right. <laughs> so, there, so do you have, what about a basketball team? Do you follow the Knicks or the... Knicks. Yeah, but yeah, that's my team. The we Nets suck. are around the corner and winning, and um, I'm very bad with money, so I'll probably go to one of their playoff games this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, they uh, they did. They just had a win this morning over. Uh, hmm. Who did they beat? They did have a win though. No, that was yesterday, actually. Yeah, no, they won yesterday. I think they're, they're off this week. It's um, <laughs> that is some know, great right. Anthony Lehman cutting edge sports reporting. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> How does he keep his finger on the pulse like this? It's so, it's so <laughs> annoying because I've looked at the score honestly a thousand times in the last 24 hours. The bloody Milwaukee Bucks. Um, anyway, <laughs> that's, enough the, that's enough NBA chatter for us. <laughs> yeah, we'll be back next week with more Hardwood Insights with Anthony Lehman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, now, Dules, the Crows uh, played your pies at Adelaide Oval on the weekend. A lot of interest around the game because the South Australian Chief Health Officer instructed fans to not touch the ball and to duck under the ball. Um, Which, incidentally, was the Collingwood Ford Lines instruction for the first six weeks yeah. of the season. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look out. Yeah. That, um, that is the football equivalent of I've been self-isolating for years, that joke. I've heard that yeah. a thousand <laughs> times this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a proper th- what I call a, a Three Stooges Twitter moment where everyone's just trying to get through the door to make the same joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, pies are no good, are they? Well, you won. Hey, you beat the Crows. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I, I picked the – it was not much, like – what do we? What do you take out of that? Like, what, what's that was, you know, Jamie that's like, some point of a season, the AFL should go, particularly in a pandemic, just go. No, you don't have to play. It's fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> a mercy rule. Yeah. Like, you know, like before the match, mercy rule. <laughs> well, I'd be happy with a season mercy rule. Like if the AFL went to North Melbourne now and said, "Look, you're going to finish bottom. Just you kind of wasted everyone's time. Players yes. are just going to get injured. If if just they win." Yeah, if they went to like North Gold Coast, Collingwood, and Hawthorne, and were like, yeah. are you, "I mean, how 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 badly do you want this?" Like, you yeah. know, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure two of the clubs would have a genuine like conversation about. Listen, we're not going to make money on the gate, 
we're just going to injure, like Tom Mitchell's going to break a leg or so. Like, what's the point? Let's. Well, let's St just- Kilda have sort of done this. Uh, I don't know if you've seen, but, um, you know, they've got a little hub somewhere. But Tim Membry and Seb Ross, uh, they're just going back to Melbourne. They're just going, all right, now nah, this ain't fun. We're done. Oh, so they have they left the St Kilda hub? They have, yeah. And does that mean they can't play? Yeah. They, well, Membry's wife's about to give birth. Okay. And uh, oh, and and Seb Ross's wife, uh, his his wife gave birth to twins. So, <laughs> and I think they Seb, gonna... Seb Ross left his mouth guard in Melbourne, and <laughs> Seb, Seb Ross promised to attend the birth with Tim Membry. So... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Coach, I got to. The baby came out without tattoos. There is actually a scientific reason they're going back. Um, they're going to see if giving birth to twins without anesthetic is more or less painful than being a St Kilda player right now. Right. Yeah, they've, they've not had good. If, if we know one thing about these twins, one of them's going to be good and the other will play for St Kilda. So. <laughs> 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 oh man, at Tim Membry. So Tim Membry is one of my favourite jokes my wife has ever made about footy. Is St Kilda playing Hawthorne down in Tassie? Tim Membry was inside the goal square, inside the goal square by himself, and he hit the post. I remember that. Yeah, remember he hit that. the post from inside the goal square, and I said, "How can you possibly miss from there? What is wrong with these people? That professional footballers." To which she said, but hang on a sec, you miss the toilet bowl while you're standing over it. <laughs> so, and then did you go straight to an ad or did you wait for the applause break? <laughs> like, that is so yeah. living. Yeah. Straight to a Justin Timberlake song. There was a- I was a little, that's going to be the weekend promo. <laughs> I got it. A studio audience just appeared in his house and went, ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was a toilet flush and a dog barked in the distance. It was weird. Yeah. What? Just, I feel sorry for you. Sign started flashing. Because <laughs> I hate watching Collingwood now. Like, but I watch it. I don't get any. It's like, for me, watching Collingwood is like, it's like watching the UK office. Like, it's it's slow. No one's there when it's being filmed. <laughs> you don't know anyone that's on screen except for like two people and it makes you feel bad. But occasionally there's an episode like this where you're like, ooh, Dawn's, Dawn brushed Tim's hand and it's just enough to get you back next week. <laughs> you feel quite bad. <laughs> the, the, only, the only hole I can pick in that, Dawes, is that is this Collingwood football team potentially award-winning? And I'm going to say... No. <laughs> it's like, okay, maybe it's like the Latvian remake of the UK office. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, well, so what about would there, what about Melbourne? Have you got a TV show from Melbourne? Melbourne. So looking at the top of the ladder, they've been the story. Oh, okay. Mel, Mel, do you know what Melbourne's like? Melbourne's like Jeopardy, right? It's It's been on forever. It's a very specific type of person that's into it. And like once every sixty years, something will happen that's interesting. Like now, like like like, like a guy will win a million dollars, or someone will be accused of cheating, and then you go back to it's on, but you don't care. Like it's not really moving the needle. It is hard to get excited about. You're quite right. I love Jeopardy. Does that make me a demons fan? It's a very certain type of person, Danny. (laughs) (laughs) You've helped Bulls make his point. Um, All right, what about Danny's team, the Bulldogs? Bulldogs. TV show for the Bulldogs. You know, actually, here's what this is what the Bulldogs are like, Danny. The Bulldogs are like Riverdale. You know how they like the 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 hell is Riverdale? Riverdale was like it's like a teen like dark teen version of the Archie comics. And what? That's, that's yeah, that's what Western Bulldogs are. They're like a gritty reboot of Charlie Sutton's team. Like and because, <laughs> and because there's money in it now, like, like the Archie comics are like it's just a comic, but because there's money in it now, they've extended it out for a few seasons. They've extended the Luke Beveridge reboot. You know, like everything's similar. But the Ted Witten character's got a neck tattoo and the coach is a surfer and stuff like that. 
<laughs> All right. So, so as someone who's, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. kind of into pop culture, but I never read Archie comics and I've never heard of that show. Would this be like the equivalent of them doing a gritty uh, Batman Begins style reboot of Banana Man? Banana Man Begins. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm happy with the dogs being that. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, man, I don't know Banana Man, but let's not get too bogged down in. Oh, it's a good. It's a good because uh, he's a kid uh, named Eric. He's smart. Eats a banana, becomes very strong, magical powers, but dumb. It's great dichotomy. Oh, okay. Mm. I need to get my son eating bananas. I might try and find some of that. Uh, what about my team? Dolls the Hawks. What's Hawks? Hawthorne. Hawthorne is Saturday Night Live. Hawthorne Saturday Night Live. Like oh, yeah. you, can, you can go years without thinking about it and then they get a couple of good cast members and fans come out of the woodwork and they start showing highlights <laughs> on Twitter and so, and they always compare like the current cast to like previous cast members. That's what Hawthorne is. <laughs> <laughs> oh nice! I, I would say Hawthorne are like two and a half men. They were very popular with uh, with dumb people uh, about <laughs> five years ago, oh, <laughs> and it's thankfully since just gone from the the <laughs> from the ethos. Yeah. All right, so, zeitgeist—that's the word. But Danny, what, what's your version of two and a half men through the noughties, nineties, eighties, seventies, and sixties when we were dominating? Um, oh, it's gone man about the house. <laughs> uh, days of our lives. I'm trying to think of a show that's lasted that long. Um, Mash. Um, yeah. All right. What about North Melbourne? Current wooden spooners. North. North. Do you know North Melbourne is Eurovision, right? Like you keep an eye on the early rounds, but lose interest when the Aussie can't go any further. And like, and and all the footage of the glory days, like everyone's wearing flared slacks and has weird. <laughs> There's like two people that have like that are remembered as great stars, but everyone else had to get a job. Like you know, the guy that won from Ireland is now he's he's back to being a plumber. That's. So it's David Dench, you know. <laughs> right. Mate, that's, that's a great idea because that's just given me an idea of how to make um, North Melbourne games more interesting. Get Sam Pang and Julia Zamiro to commentate them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Hey, play, I reckon go one further. Put put Montaigne at full forward. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> play home games in Turkmenistan. That's, <laughs> that's how it's going to get They sold a home game to Turkmenistan. <laughs> That's that's our legs. Uh, all right. What about the uh, what about the crows? Crows, crows, uh, crows. Are sunrise, right? It makes a lot of money. It has very little substance, but it's always relevant because it's got a big fan base. So there'll be like oh, controversy. It'll win a logie every now and then, and it'll make some yeah. people. Big stars, but ultimately it's not very good. Like it's just one of those institutions. I really love that. I love that. And I mostly love it because that would really annoy Koshi that he's yeah. the crow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh man. And the cash the cash cow. I mean Who is mean, the cash cow? Tony Motra? It's only a matter of time before we find out, like, Gavin Wanganeen's the cash cow, right? Like, there's some <laughs> job for the boys there. Like. <laughs> well, the cash cow, remember a few years ago, Stephen Trigg got in trouble when there was with Kurt Tippett and the salary cap at the Crows. So maybe uh, oh, maybe Trigg yeah. is the uh, cash cow. <laughs> uh, let's go to, oh, Carlton, they're struggling. Carlton, Carlton, to me, what's the TV show Carlton's like? Oh, okay, okay, let's see if this works. Carlton is like Monty Python. Like, it was good years and years and years ago, and everyone talks about how important it is, but if you actually dig into it, you realise the strike rate's like one in 20 sketches. Like, <laughs> all the people that were big stars, like no one under 60's heard of them. Everyone's like, Mark McClure was very important. I'm sure he was. I'm sure yeah. Mark McClure was good. <laughs> but it doesn't relate to me. I own a mobile phone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what Alex Jezzelingo did for the game. Yeah, never- exactly. Exactly. It's like Eric Idle was the most seminal. I'm sure he was, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh- 
Okay. John Cleese, you know what he did? He's the angry divorcee, right? Yeah, what did he do? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's right. And, that, like, the only time you see them is, like, yeah, like that, like, John Cleese is, like, having some racist rant on Twitter and it's, like, Stephen Kernahan screaming at a board meeting. And, like, the <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, well, let's I'm just imagining a, a bunch of nerds getting together and just reenacting their favourite plays from the 1987 Grand Final. <laughs> <laughs> all right, no, no, no! You always get to be David Reese Jones. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, let's keep working our way up the ladder. Gold Coast Suns. The Gold Coast Suns. Uh, <laughs> they're the a- the AFL the TV show. They're they're antiques roadshow, right? Not no nobody watches. But you don't turn it off when it's on. Like it's just, it's just and, and and everyone that lives near where they film it is a thousand years old. So they might, they might pop in and have a look at what's going on. And I've got another similarity. If ever they find something that's worth a lot, it's sold to another place. <laughs> oh yeah, that works. If if you were to ensure. Tom Lynch, I'd probably insure him for seven hundred and fifty a year on a back end deal. Oh, yeah. fantastic! <laughs> okay, I'll keep that in mind. Um, all right, uh, Saint Kilda, Saints, Saints. What are the Saints? Sa- Saints are hey hey it's Saturday, right? They they. Oh, no. It was. No one wants to be hey hey it's Saturday. It was, it was successful before anyone can really remember it being successful, and every now and then they try to bring it back. But end up shooting themselves in the foot, like, like, like you know, like you see Max King kicking, and it's like watching Red. You're like, oh, you can't do that today, mate. That's not. <laughs> we've, just, we've got a different standard now. This isn't going to work. <laughs> like, you know, you try, and they always like for some reason they always bring in like, hey, Matt Damon's filming. Why don't we send him to see Gold Coast versus St Kilda? And you're like, this yeah. isn't. <laughs> showing these people. <laughs> He's just holding up the zero out of ten, like <laughs> Harry Connick Jr. Yeah. Where I'm from, that wouldn't count as professional athleticism. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. This is good gear. Uh, How are you doing? Is, is he doing all the teams? All right, go on, keep going. Um, what else? Got, what about? Hey, can I make a suggestion for St Kilda? Yeah, I know it's TV shows, but can I say St Kilda are like the uh, Melbourne Olympics? Uh, <laughs> Everyone says how great it was, but there's hardly any vision of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all grainy, and Betty Cuthbert is in it. <laughs> um, okay, the Fremantle Dockers. Freo. Oh, poor old Freo. What's Freo? Freo's such a nothing kind of place. But, you yeah. know, Freo, Freo is the mayor of East Town. It's when you watch it, it's like super depressing. Anyone you get emotionally invested in ends up getting really badly hurt. And to be fair, it only had one season. Like, that's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> and is, is Nat Fife uh, Nat Kate Winslet? Fife, Nat Fife is mayor, and you, you, you desperately want to see, like, him working a big case instead of some bullshit around this, these parts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> See, I, I, I've not seen Mayor of East Town, oh. so I'm trying to think of a, another one. But I, to me, uh, I, Frio is Joey because it's just a spin-off of a far more successful yeah. club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pam yeah. shows up to the West Coast reunion just because they feel for him. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's... Uh... Let's get through the rest of these. All right, what about we better do the rest now? What about GWS? GWS is Game of Thrones, just a massive budget, huge marketing campaign. And it was really good until the last season. (laughs) (laughs) A really disappointing ending. Really disappointing ending. Yes, yeah, kind of to the point where it didn't make sense. Like you're like you're dropping the captain. That's not canonical. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. God, and Toby Green it. is a really good Joffrey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Joffrey. And it's like, guys, you've drafted in three dragons, and you still <laughs> win. What the fuck? <laughs> um, okay, Essendon bombers. Uh... <laughs> Bom- <laughs> Essendon. Bombers is sex in the city, right? 
It was really okay. big and successful once, but they keep trying to make it culturally relevant by like <laughs> releasing yeah, movies yeah, yeah. and moving to the hangar. But the most interesting shit is like what goes off the screen. Like, oh, here's hey, yeah. Parker hates that one. That's <laughs> you know they're getting rid of Danaher. Like that's. I, yeah. I like it. I you like just it. replace, uh, replace, uh, you know, the injections being Botox rather than performance <laughs> enhancing, and you've got the same dramas. <laughs> uh, what about Richmond? Tigers. Richmond are like friends. Like, it's been on forever. You know all the characters, and you know that it's all going to end up fine every episode. Like, when they lose, you never worry. Like, you're like, oh, they'll still win the flag. You know, like, like two weeks ago, everyone's like, oh, wheels are off, it's over, Richmond's finished. Yeah. But it Honey was trap. like, it was like something like Joey and Chandler, like, what are they going to do with the monkey? And you know that the monkey's going to be fine. And then sure enough, they come out the next week and just pump whoever they played last week. <laughs> yeah. And, and just like friends, I really don't enjoy watching it. Yeah. 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 People, it's like, it's like, yeah, the set friends versus Seinfeld thing. Your club is always Seinfeld compared to Richmond. <laughs> Damn straight. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's go to the West Coast Eagles. West Coast. Okay. It's six o'clock news on Channel Nine. It's just, um, <laughs> it's there. Once every Perfect. eight to 10 years, it'll actually break a story that makes it worth watching. But most of the time, it's just in the background. <laughs> all right. Uh, is that it? Hell of a Christmas party they're throwing there at the Channel 9 newsroom. <laughs> yeah. West Coast Eagles. <laughs> Comparison to the whole way. Um, all right, Sydney Swans. Swans are the Tonight Show. You know, like it was in LA, then it moved to New York. And oh, yeah. you, you don't love it, but you watch it. When it wins awards, you're not upset you're actually happy for some of the cast members that they won yeah. something and yeah no one no one hates it but no one loved like hang on we, um do forgive my ignorance here which one's the tonight show i just sort of name it by the hosts one of the late night was jimmy fallon that's the institution that's like the oh institution. the one who does like does he do car like he's the one who does carpool karaoke no that's the one after him that's um, the one after him They've all got the same names now. Like, it was easy when it was Letterman and Leno, and I could understand which one was which, but now there's, like, five Jimmies and... Yeah, 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 Jimmy, Fallon. They're all white blokes. Can they just, like, you know, know, not only for diversity, but just so I could tell the difference between them. (laughs) (laughs) So there's someone who's confused in Australia. We're replacing you. Yeah, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) If you you don't mind. Um, Do you know why they came up with a late show after the late show? Why? I just learnt this last week. Uh, because uh, Johnny Carson had been doing it for a long time and was getting sick of it, so he negotiated instead of an hour and a half to do an hour. And oh. the network was like, but the hour and a half is really successful if the viewers stay right till the end. And he said, well, I'm only doing an hour. So then they came up with the idea to do another a second late show after his. Mm. He was doing nine minutes a night? He did 90 minutes a night for over 20 years. Oh, my God. What a champion. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's go on to the next uh, next team, Port Adelaide. Port, Port Adelaide. The Port Adelaide power is like, oh, actually, you know what? You know what <laughs> you talked about him before? It's like Gavin and Stacey. Right, it was very successful in its own market, but never made an impact anywhere else. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and like right. their, their flag is James Corden becoming famous in America. It's like this strike of lightning that's not going to happen again. <laughs> Good, that explains why I'd never heard of that show. All right, brilliant, <laughs> perfect. I was trying to think of one of those shows that was really, you know, one of those UK shows that was really big, like Hollyoaks or something. Yeah, people rave about that show too. Yeah. Um, all right, we've got two to go. Uh, Brisbane Lions. Brisbane Lions are the US office. Like, started horribly, oh. nearly got cancelled, but they turned it into something really kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, nice. it was copied, copied someone else. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Uh, all right, last one, uh, Geelong. The Cats. The Cats are – Geelong is like the project. Like, it's always on. And when you do watch it, you're like, that's actually quite good. Like, that's, you know, <laughs> yeah. watch more of this. 
Uh, You're trying to get your job back, are you, Dills? <laughs> yeah, I need a soft landing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, whole, the whole production team listens to this podcast. <laughs> Actually, yeah, all three of us are former project employees. So, <laughs> hey, Waleed, um, kind of need some JobKeeper. Because <laughs> Waleed's in charge of the show, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, good gear, Dills. Yeah, nice oh, look, work. That, that was, uh, I might tweet that. Get that. Mate, get it out there on the uh, get it out yeah. there on the socials. Um, like well, can can I ask a question about the footy that we yes. just we just watched? Yeah. How, what, why is Carlton so bad? <laughs> I, mean, oh. I, don't, I don't mean that like to be like a on paper. That's actually not a bad side, right? They've got some mm. good players. Yeah, but inter- internally. Their goal for this year was to finish in the top 15 and they can't be on target for that. So They're Peloton oh, specialists. <laughs> they are ticking all the boxes right now. Yeah. I was watching it. It's like they're, one of their best players is like a 34-year-old guy who's five foot seven, and like, Oh, man. How do they, if, if any pets isn't there, they're in trouble, man, and they're losing as it is. Yeah. Yeah. His first goal in that last quarter where right. he, ham- he was running over the line, hand-passed it over his head, gathered his own ball and then kicked a goal. Like, surely, like, when I saw that, I went, oh, Carlton will win. You can't score a goal like that yeah, yeah, and yeah, not yeah. inspire your team to win. Betts must be so frustrated. Like, what else do I have to do? Mate, he's Danny Glover. Like, I'm too old for this shit. Like, <laughs> why do I have to put up with this? Oh, hey, okay, so we get Danny Glover to play Eddie Betts in the telly movie of Carlton because I, I, got, a, I got a casting for you for David Teague. Hannah Gadsby plays David <laughs> Teague. <laughs> wow. I mean... They are two of the worst bits of casting I've ever heard. Oh, how dare you leave? Eddie Glover is Eddie Betts. Eddie Glover is Eddie And playing the part of Eddie Betts is a 70-year-old American. <laughs> Hannah Gadsby is David Teague. Well, I mostly thought that because David David Teague just came up on on my socials. It was a you know a footy thing about that, but I generally went, oh, Gadsby's goes for Carlton. Oh, wow, that's Teague. Wow. Ooh. And, and Meryl Streep is Patrick Cripps. Well, wow, she's a she's an absolute he will bring chameleon. A lot to that role, I I actually. You were also is, frustrated is with that game. That that um the the crowd there was clearly a crowd there. There are a lot of uh, Carlton and West Coast fans in Sydney, but they were all behind the camera, so it looked I, yeah, like an empty stadium. Well. Yeah, yeah. What what, what are they doing? I, it'd have I, to be some logistical thing at the ground, right? But they do that in the Giants AFLW games as well, um, where there's always a big crowd in the stand, so it's loud. But the pat, the the sort of hill on the, the side that the camera sees is empty. They so did it's, that, it's, they it's, did it's that for the Giants um, stadiums games the last couple yeah. of weeks as well. They're all they're all right in the pockets behind the goals, which has driven the South Australian Health Minister bananas, as you can imagine. <laughs> it's. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, it's a weird one. I'm pretty sure Channel 7 wouldn't be happy about that. Um, no. But, it's uh, yeah, it's weird when there's about 10 people at a game. Uh, but Carlton are terrible because this is a ser- my serious answer. Mm. I blame footy departments. I never blame the players. I blame the footy department. So good football clubs get a player. So right now, let's say uh, let's say the Bulldogs, right? Right now the Bulldogs gets a 6 out of 10 draftee and turns him into an 8 out of 10 footballer. Right. And then when they mixed in with the chemistry of the team, they be- actually become a 9 out of 10 because you become greater than the sum of your parts. Oh, when keep going, Lames. Keep club, going. They recruit a 6 out of 10, turn him into a 4 out of 10, and then when they completely ruin the chemistry on the ground, they become a 3 out of 10. And that is what Carlton is doing right now. But, but this comes back, like, it's got to fall at someone's feet. My, my feeling, and this might be unfair, is like Stephen Silvani is like a dry cleaner where he's got all care but no responsibility. Where it's like, yeah, I'm going to bring all these dudes in. Listen, yeah. How do you know there wasn't a hole in him before he came for the dry cleaner? Like, it's unbelievable. Like, his legacy is not great, right? 
Yeah, no, he's, he's brought in a few average players there, but their list isn't terrible. I, I, I agree. I think their list is, is quite good. Um, but I, I just think they're a terrible side. Yeah, my yeah. my real answer to this is uh, goes back even further. They've never adapted to the salary cap. They've always, you know, for, for a century, they just brought in the best players from Adelaide and cherry picked players from poorer clubs, and they've just never been able to get it right once there was a level playing field. So why don't we talk about Carlton in the same way we've been talking about Melbourne for the last thirty years, which is. They're fucked. The culture's bad. They're no good. It's something. There's the whole club needs to be blown up. Here, they, here they come again. They don't. They'll break your hearts and stuff. Melbourne played in the grand final more recently than Carlton. They did. But yeah. For some reason, it's never. It's always watch out. The sleeping giant's going to wake up, and you better look. They're a big club, and they'll be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No evidence to suggest any of this. Yet we keep trotting it out every bloody season. And we're having these conversations at round 12 every year. What is wrong with Carlton because they should be better? Maybe they're just bad club. It's done. Yeah. No, it's yep. definitely a bad club. And I can answer that, uh, Dules, why we don't talk about them in the same way that we talk about Melbourne. We feel sorry for Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. 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 Was that whole salary cap cheating thing made us go, nah, Whatever. <laughs> yeah, and also yeah. the yeah, da 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 every time they meet you. you Melbourne yeah, can't yeah. do that. Melbourne can't look at you derisively and be like, My heart beats true for the red. Is it is it New Year's? What's going on? Yeah, all the mountains. Yes, they that. Uh, so anyway, good win there to the uh, West Coast Eagles over Carlton on the weekend. Uh, while we're on Sunday's games, let's have a look at your game, Danny. Okay, if were we you, have to. Were you threatened at any point? Oh, totally. Yeah, no, Frio uh, definitely scared us in the third quarter, but um, the the best, my favourite player on the field at any given moment is always uh, Tom Liberatore, and he was heavily tagged. Uh, last week and this week, and uh, I got a few. You know, I mean, you're in the few WhatsApp groups, and everyone's given their opinions. One opinion I got is, "Oh, we need Dunkley in there to help Libba break his tag," and I, I couldn't disagree more because I just wanted Libba to sort of realise how strong he is and and break the tag himself, and that's what he did. And he kicked, scored two amazing goals in the third quarter. He would be our most important player if we didn't have a genuine superstar in Bont who seems to have found another gear. I don't know if you even saw the, the first. first off the opening bounce? How was yeah, that? that? He just, like, it was a tap out. He grabbed it, ran to 50, or it, it just missed. But he just, yeah. it was like a dad at Oz kick. Just <laughs> going, nah, I'm going to show you what, how it's done. Does that happen? Do dads just get on and have a kick? You're allowed to do it one week in the year at the end. Kids oh, yeah. be dads and mums. You know that little ground they play on, Dills? It's about 10 metres long. You just get dads running into the goal mouth and torping them 50 through the goal. Like, like, when, like when Eddie Betts gets it in the goal score and kicks it to the top tier. That's it. Dads finally getting to live out their, their moments. <laughs> we're running low on time because because uh, uh, Dules has brought so much good gear. I'll just say oh, one sorry. last uh, point here: the, um, the the Frio fans didn't cover themselves in glory. I mean, they they really don't know their opposition players. What was done? So Hayden Crozier used to play for Frio, yeah. and weirdly, whenever he got the ball, they started cheering for Josh Bruce, doing the Bruce. It's so weird <laughs> that they did that. Oh, that's very very strange God, indeed. Very what idiots! Strange. <laughs> yeah, that makes that makes no sense at all. Going on there, hey, and Perth though, we need to give them some credit for selling out the um, the Dreamtime yeah, uh, Saturday it. night Dreamtime at Perth Stadium. Yeah, sixty thousand people, magnificent effort, uh, and a fantastic night. But uh, Richmond is way too good for Essendon. Oh man, they never got out of third gear. The Tigers. They just did. You see this stat? Um, over at so I think Richmond scored one hundred and twenty three. Over a hundred of their points were scores from turnovers. Is that right? Yeah. So oh, every time the, the Dons made a mistake, they were just punished. It was so harsh. And this yeah. is a classic Richmond honey trap. They're making us think that they're rubbish. We go brilliant. It's all over. And then they break out. Exactly. I can't work out who the flag favourites are. Is it the Bulldogs or is it Richmond? Oh, oh mate, it's the Demons. You've got to troll your Demons supporting friends right now and just yeah. tell them how much favourites they are. And if they agree slightly, go, geez, oh, mate, I wouldn't tempt the footy gods. And then they, they get so apologetic. 
I've been texting, and this is genuine. The, yesterday, I texted three of my De- Melbourne Demon fans, a- apropos of nothing. Just I just wrote one hand on the cup. And the, don't do that, what are you doing? Come on. <laughs> oh, and also, Dool, just while we're on the Dees. Dees, Dees you, got, um, you got retweeted by 7AFL yourself there, Dool, yesterday. Did you oh, see this? Oh, because I saw the bloke going for a run in the Melbourne jumper around Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What a dickhead. What, what did you say, Dools? I missed that one. Oh, I saw this. I, I think the joke was... Uh, if you're wondering if the days off, if the the lids off for the days, I just saw a bloke going for a run in a full Melbourne kit. I live in Brooklyn, <laughs> and so, <laughs> right, yeah, they're up and about. Is it is it like? Do we feel sorry enough for them that like if Collingwood was going to break a drought, have a drought breaking premiership? I think most of the footy public would be like, "How funny is this? It's going to be in front of no one." That's so funny. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Do we feel sorry enough for Melbourne to be like, I hope it's not like that? Because there's a part of me that, that this, I don't know, I kind of enjoy the, as a footy fan, you got, you, Limo, you're going to have to leave this conversation. As a footy fan, <laughs> there is something bonding about those injustices in footy. You know, like that, yes. that's the stuff. I was there the day when Libbard's goal wasn't counted in the previous. Yes. All that kind yes. of stuff. And, you know, the Wayne Harms stuff. Limo, again, you can't relate to this, but... <laughs> and what's hilarious, Dills, is he thinks he can. Yeah, He's no, about yeah. to say, well, in 2004, we lost three games in a row. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Lee Matthews didn't win. That was his That was his pre-season comp, Danny, and it hurt. <laughs> oh, i forget it. We, you had one hand on that escort cup. The... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, what do we think? Would it? I I, I want to see played in front of a full house at the G and the members being up and about. Yes, uh, yeah. Is there a slight yeah. Dradenfreud in them? When we interviewed um, uh, Francis Leach uh, when the Saints won a final last week, and we asked him, so you know, would you be disappointed if you're in lockdown here in Melbourne? They play the grand final up in Brisbane and you miss the only Saints grand final you ever see. And he said, mate, they could win the grand final on Mars for all I care. Just bloody win one, please. <laughs> That's actually the most plausible way they're going to win a premiership. <laughs> if they decide to play on Mars. <laughs> and, and you know what? Koshi will screw them on the deal. Like they'll fly all the way to Mars, but all the money will go to Port Adelaide somehow. <laughs> Over again, they're idiots. Why do they keep doing these deals? <laughs> I'm sure there's a joke somewhere there about there being a terrible atmosphere on Mars, but um, <laughs> yeah, all the crowds on the camera side—it's so stupid. Yeah, idiots. <laughs> Classic Mars stuff. Up. That is that is just Martian bureaucracy at work. We've got to cut through <laughs> this Martian red tape. Come <laughs> on, Matt. Uh, but they were very good on Friday night. Uh, they were. They were, in fact, better good. than very good. They were mm. bloody good on Friday night. That's the best I've seen Melbourne play in a very long time. I've you you don't have them as your favourite? No. No, it's Bulldogs by a mile. He's is just it? trying to troll me, Dawson. Are being a troll? He is. He's, he, he did, but I'm fine with this. He did it. All, our regular uh, co-host is a is a diehard tiger. So for the last three years, we've been telling her that Richmond are flag favourites. You're like, don't stop, stop it. But it, man, it's they've won the flag. So keep yeah. saying it, Limo. You got the magic can you, can touch. You still call Tess a regular. She, James Brayshaw works more than she does. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds up. She, uh, yeah, but she she's got an excuse. She did make a human. Wow. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Who hasn't much? I just, I, it was really more for the James Brayshaw slam. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good bit. It's a good bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's do the uh, last game of the weekend, then we can do our other segments, Danny. Uh, Sydney uh, beat the Swannies by nine points. Sydney beat the Swans. That's a hell of a trick. Uh, Sydney beat St Kilda, bloody hell, by nine points up there at the SCG. Yeah, I was uh, devastated by this because I tipped the Saints and no one else in uh, no one else in the competition really had. It was a classic two-game tip for me and it looked like we were going to do it, but then Jack Higgins 
you know, miss those yeah. shots. And and man, do you know do you know how much Richmond live in my head rent free? When he missed, I went bloody tigers are finding new ways to screw me over. <laughs> there it is. I, uh, yeah, he had a shocker. Did you see the headline? Missy Higgins. <laughs> how good was that? Yeah. It was great. It was great. We'll, we'll visit that shortly in the pun headline segment. Oh, yeah. Hang on. I've got an idea for St Kilda. They're, no doubt they're very depressed at the moment. I'd, I'd say we'd give the depressometer to Carlton fans just because, uh, you yeah. know, they've they've had a shocker. But, okay, you notice in Sir Doug Nichols' round, the Indigenous players absolutely fire up. They do amazing performances. Your, your Eddie Betts, Kaisaia Pickett, Shy Bolton, all prime examples of this just on the weekend. All right. So for the Saints, we have a a dedicated round to help St Kilda, Jack round. We're celebrating all the players named Jack. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Does that mean you can only play? Oh, yeah, so they fire up. They fire up. So then three-quarters of the Saints' side is called Jack. So therefore, that's a guaranteed win for them. Oh, yeah, and, and you can see the aftermath. Yeah, it means a lot to me and the other Jacks, you know, just to yeah. get that recognition. Uh, yeah. You know, everyone everyone was just calling their kids that at the end of the 90s and, you know, for us to get together like this means a lot. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and perfectly, they always have to be um, fixtured against the Giants because Jack will always beat a Giant. Not wrong. It's a Jack and the Beanstalk reference. It's not good when you have to explain them. Uh. I, thought, I thought there was a delay in the Zoom. I'd go, oh wow, they're not they're not pissing themselves laughing. That's weird. <laughs> must be something there must be something wrong with the technology. That's the only explanation. <laughs> <laughs> That often happens in comedy rooms that I'm in. Oh, is there a delay here? We've all done. We've all done gigs via satellite leaves. We've all done that. There's some issue here. Um, well, let's have a look now, Danny. I've done a bit of homework this week for my Good. pun headlines. All right. Uh, there were get this in the Saturday Herald Sun. Not one pun headline in the sports pages. Not this is why one. we need a Murdoch Royal Commission. I mean, yeah. these guys have absolutely undermined democracy over the planet, but at least they've given us puns. I mean, if you're not going to do this, Rupert, you just get out. I know, it's a disgrace. Uh, so let's go to the Sunday Herald Sun. Uh, Cozzy, a most inspired pick. Um. Tigers to roam free in redraw. Ooh, these are these are long bows. Tigers to roam. Yeah. You're starting with the weak ones, I hope. Yeah. Where uh, Elliot's return hits Crows for six. Oh, because he hits six goals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, Lima, do you have the newspaper over your microphone? Because you've gone really much. Oh, have I? Oh, there we go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Professional broadcaster, Anthony yeah. Lehman. Maybe I did. Uh, all right, they've got there's two puns in one headline here. Uh, Missy Higgins, Saints march to same tune. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, I didn't go. Missy Higgins leaves a scar. And oh, right, yeah, no, they didn't. Uh, financial demons as 1.8 million lost in Fortnite. Oh, that's Melbourne losing money. Yeah, because you can't play uh, home games. Uh, Tigers fend off Don's charge. Nah, that's not a. What's that, the pun? The fend off, like the don't argue. Oh, because of Dusty. Nah, yeah. nah, there, not allowing that a, one. Is there a subedit a crisis in this country? What is going on? <laughs> and what about this one? Uh, the dark, dark navy blues. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Oh, okay. So that's Sunday Herald Sun. Today, this is the- Hey, while he's getting that, Dules, I've got a question for you. I don't know if you uh, read the physical papers over in America, but is there a team uh, in the big four leagues over there that has always used the same pun? Oh. Uh, yeah, like uh, New York met their destiny for the Mets. Yeah. Uh, no, Knicks of time. Yeah, the, yeah, they're all pretty similar. I, I don't know if there's one that stands out more than the others. Um, Denver Nugget of Truth. 
Could, do any? How about in the NFL, an Atlanta player cops a ball in the face? Atlanta Falcon. Yeah, I think it's, this may surprise you, but um, the working knowledge of the NRL footy show in the mid '90s isn't what it used to be here in America. Oh, <laughs> So let's go to the Monday Herald Sun. More's the pity, should I say. This is the one of the Damn big problems straight. in this place. Hey, Biden, I know you're listening. Get this fixed. <laughs> uh, now, do you know where Melbourne train at the moment? Gosh, Sydney? Melbourne Football Club, they train at uh, Gosh's. Gosh's Paddock. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were asking because of the lockdown. Like, well, I thought they'd... Made a hub oh, up right. in no, they're trying to gross his panic. <laughs> I like how you think, sorry to cut you off. I like how you think Lemo is going to set a joke up with a trick question. Like, <laughs> you know what this means? Me to slow it down a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, go ahead, Melbourne trying to gross his panic, which leads to the headline Gosh, this oval is way too small. Oh, <laughs> This is the yeah. this is the they're they're enjoying trading at Casey or something, right? Because it's a bigger ground. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another headline today: the team that always lets you down, and they've even underlined <laughs> always. That's you know, good. That's winning. Yeah. That's a good yeah. one. Does Teague survive this year? Just as yeah, a bit of a sidebar, they're going to come after him, and there's going to be people bored no. just sitting around. No, there's, there's no, there's no way he survives this year. Yeah, uh, uh, during, during the season or at the end? Depends how they go uh, in the next month. Well, the, as a wise man once said to me, sacking someone is easy, finding a good replacement is the hard bit. Mm. So they'll only do it once they've found a replacement. Is that something your wife has said to you? <laughs> <laughs> the second, if, yeah. if Ross Lyon says he's ready, you're out, Lemo. <laughs> <I do. laughs> Yeah, but I haven't found anyone else yet. Oh, I've got the perfect solution for Carlton. I mean, this has worked before. Um, so they they get rid of David Teague and they bring in another probably available coach, Nathan Buckley. <laughs> oh, yeah, they were. They've had a great history of former Collingwood senior coaches of late, haven't they? <laughs> exactly. Uh, so i got three more headlines for you. All right. Uh, Parish Feast. What about that? Oh, right. That's one for the uh, for the heads. Darcy Parish had 44 touches. And what's um, a parish feast? Hang on. Is this, am I showing feast. my not? Am, am, am I ruining my Catholic credentials by not getting are. this? Mm. Isn't it where you have a feast at the end of Lent or? I thought that was just I Easter. believe that is, a, that is a pun. All right. Parish. Play on. Parish picnic would have been a thing that would have said it. St. Joseph's in Northcote where I used to go. There we go. Yeah, parish festival or a parish feast is a thing. <laughs> You know it's a bad pun if you have to Google, is this a thing? you got to Google it, yeah, exactly. The, uh, okay, the, so the article, actually, the article actually starts off with a link that just it takes you to the Google search result for parish fans. This link takes you to Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> what is it like? D's have a shocker and a guy's got his hand up like that. <laughs> All right, so this is uh, Shy Bolton. Uh, I think Dermy said he was the best young player in the AFL. So the headline is, Shy what? Oh, yeah. As in say what? Yeah, yep. Oh, I think it's pronounced Shay. Shay what? (laughs) Shay what? Shay Bolton, yeah. So it does make sense. Say what? And finally, it's a tennis headline, Fed brought to his knees. Nah, you're finishing on that, really? Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, they've all been pretty disappointing. What yeah. Two weeks ago, they were all crackers. Yeah. Because Fed's, Fed's pulled out of the French Open with knee problems. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. I didn't realise that. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. I, like, I like all of these puns you had. You had to have read the article before reading the headline. <laughs> <laughs> None of this self evident. It's only no. a new segment, Abdul, so we're still learning how to do it. Yeah, it's just like clues, and it's like, I'm going to keep you. <laughs> I know. We're as confused as you are. Uh, yeah, now, to finish things off this week, uh, Danny McGinley has a segment as well. Uh, what, how does it, what's it called? How does it work, Danny? 
called Blue Mooners, and uh, it was uh, an idea given to us by uh, Premiership coach Beck Goddard. When she was an umpire, the umpires would get together once a month, and they had to bring a very unlikely scenario, and then it was put to all the umpires how they would deal with that and what call they would make. So I'm going to put this to you two. Great. This is a final between Hawthorne and Collingwood, your two teams. Yeah. It is. Uh, we'll make it the semi-final just so it's dramatic but not too dramatic. It's knockout, definitely. Uh, it is a the Saturday afternoon. Twenty-one fifty. Hawthorne back in the eight. Yes. <laughs> really hard for me to imagine this at the moment. Yeah. So really how much gravity is involved in this game? We we need to get some parameters here. Actually, yeah, no. This it being in the future absolutely suits, suits my purpose because global war- it's the year twenty fifty five, and uh, global warming has got so bad. It is a forty four degree day in mid September. Oh wow! Okay, so and yeah, it Michael goes. Tuck's wearing without sleep, watching without sleeps, which is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, you guys play out a draw, and uh, so you then you're going to go to the extra time. Yeah. But then both uh, captains and both coaches approach you as the umpire and yep. say, "We want to go straight to the golden point because we don't want to exhaust our players any more than we have to." Sure. So. Do you allow it and go straight to Golden Point, or do you play the two uh, halves of I think it's uh, ten minutes each, five minutes each? Yeah, if I'm the umpire, I suspect I'm pretty hot as well and keen to go home. So I'm going to say, yeah, Golden Point. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The captains come. This would be. Can you imagine what a scandal this would be if both captains and coaches walked towards the umpires and said. Listen, we'll just have a chat. This is what we think you do. And then if the umpire who's mic'd up, remember, goes, oh, man, I've, I've been wanting to get out of here for the last 15 minutes. It's perfect. This couldn't have worked out better for me. Um, you actually need me for this part because I wouldn't mind trying to beat the traffic. <laughs> we, can, we can finish this with a coin toss if yeah, you want. Yeah, I'm easy. I'm easy. But um, are, you, are you just going to have showers straight away? Because the hot water in this ground, it's horrible. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, play. Got to play. What's your reasoning? What's your reasoning behind that, Dules? Rules? Oh, oh, what a nerd. What an umpire nerd. I know. I know. It's me and Razor Ray. And, well, I'm glad you've gone on opposing sides because one of you is correct. And not surprisingly, that one is Dules. You absolutely have to play out the uh, same amount of playing time as is required because not only for fairness, but also for the broadcast rights. Do you think Channel 7 or Foxtel are going to be happy with you? <laughs> yeah, just going, yeah, you're right. We're not having any fine. That's fine. Don't worry about it. What, what, what was it going to be? 20 ads? Don't worry. <laughs> if I was a coach, I'd just go to the players on both sides and say, guys, just take a seat for 10 minutes and let the ball sit there. <laughs> Wait for the siren, change ends, sit there for 10 minutes. And All then, right. and, and I, I would love to see that coach. That's going to be the longest walk back to the box. So, do you reckon we can trust him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, actually, okay, let's put this to the listeners because I'm sure some people have umpired or they know an umpire. If all the players sat down and didn't do anything, what do you do as an umpire? That's your blue mooners, uh, listeners. Yeah, interesting. What do you do then? We'll investigate and perhaps even ask an umpire or two and have an answer for you next week. Yeah, we can do that. When's North Um, play Hawthorne? We can actually just try it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Good point. Oh, they played about four weeks ago, unfortunately. Yeah, North Melbourne won. They're not going to sit down. Hawthorne's the only team they can beat. (laughs) Yeah. We've been been trying to tank all year. We've fucked it up a couple of times, but for the most part, (laughs) we've been nailing it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Scott Dooley, yes. Uh, thanks for joining us on the pod this week. My pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Oh, Anything you want to plug? plug? Yeah, yeah, do um, it. Yeah, yeah I have a podcast. It's called This Morning Today. It's a daily three-minute uh, news podcast where I get the New York Times briefing, make jokes about whatever that is in the news, and then put it on the internet. Yeah, nice. It's it's so revolutionary. I make jokes about the news. I've never heard of this before. I think it could take off. The first one have done it, as far as I know. <laughs> what is it called again? This Morning Today. 
this morning today. Uh, you find it where you find all good podcasts, I imagine. And bad ones. And are you still doing your one with um, Chato? The, the one about where you guys come up yeah, with cartoons for the New Yorker? There, is there something in this? We're talking about getting that back. Um, but with the, the lockdown, it's been a bit difficult. Um, yeah, fair enough. You know. uh, well, enjoy your continued uh, lockdown there and <laughs> race from coronavirus doors. Thank you. Well, I'm vaxxed, uh, baby. I'm vaxxed. Are you guys vaxxed? Oh, you are, Lima. You got the shot, didn't you? I am. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, I've had to uh, fudge. I had to get a letter from my GP saying I am asthmatic enough, so I'm getting mine on Saturday. But uh, my wife, who has healthy lungs and is under the age of 40, she will have to wait till 2026. Look at this, yeah. this bragger with his young, healthy wife. <laughs> <laughs> I know. With, working, with full working lungs. Jesus, mate, we get it. You're successful. Leave it out. Like, you don't need that. Oh, yeah. You're better than that. Well done, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What are you going to do? Go watch your breathe for a little while, you sicko. It makes me sick. <laughs> it's a bit mean. Well, you know my wife's fighting typhoid and polio at the moment. That's so. right. She's, she's, uh, in, she's in an iron lung, as was the medical advice at her time. So she's <laughs> an old, unhealthy woman. And uh, yeah. you don't even want to – you don't want to look at my wife. Page one rewrite, man. Old. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Um <laughs> Uh, thank you, Scott Dooley. Thanks. I'm off to uh, sleep on the couch after that crack that she <laughs> <laughs> Oh, funny for us. Weeks of pain for you. Uh, thank you, Danny. Go, dogs. Go, hawks. Bye.